Hello and welcome back to another episode of Cody Underground. I am Cody Willard. It's April 23rd, 2014. Today is Wednesday, which means it's Q&A here at Cody Underground. I take the questions directly from my chat, my weekly live Q&A chat on tradingwithcody.com. And uh, we do that every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern, tradingwithcody.com slash chat. You can uh, get a free trial of tradingwithcody.com by going to Scudify, Scudify scudify.com or any of our iOS or Android or other apps, and uh, just simply sign up and ask me for a free trial to Trading with Cody, and then you can join in on next week's live Q&A chat, which is where I get this uh, the cues for these A's for uh, today's uh, podcast. First question. Cody, if Facebook pops from earnings, at what level would you look to sell some of the position? <laughs> I have a pretty funny answer, I think, for this one, because <clears throat> my first boss on Wall Street once screamed at me and sent me home for celebrating after I opened uh, a big account because, quote, he told me, Cody, you don't want to jinx it. Don't celebrate until the check is in the bank and has cleared. That is a terrible Hungarian accent I just did. But he was a 73-year-old Hungarian uh, legend on Wall Street. And uh, I mocked the idea in the elevator and on the walk home from work, even as I stormed out of there with steam blowing out of my ears because I was angry that he was angry at me when I had just seemingly opened him a good opening-sized account from a big investor. Well, (laughs) I understood what he meant a few weeks later when that check never came and the guy never again answered our call, that so-called big investor, and I ended up eating a $3,000 loss for the firm off that. Anyway, to answer the question, if Facebook were to pop after earnings, I'll tackle it and I'll trade it when it would happen. Um, to be clear, as I've outlined repeatedly here on these podcasts and everywhere in all of my writings, I do things in tranches, not all at once. I don't scale into a stock like Facebook at one level at one time, and I don't scale out of it often uh, at one level at one time, especially if I believe in the story like this. So the short answer is if it gets back closer to 70 where I trimmed it recently, the last time it was there, I would probably trim it again when it gets there. I bought some back recently at 56. Um, next question is also about Facebook's earnings tonight. Would I rather be long or short? Look, I'd rather be long than short uh, Facebook into the earnings tonight, and I'm am long the stock, as I've mentioned repeatedly on these podcasts, and it's one of my big. It is my biggest position right now, and I'll buy more if it goes if it gets crushed off of earnings. Um, As long as it still looks to me that the revolution investing thesis, that this is one of the fastest growing companies in the history of the planet, um, and 
likely to be incredibly high margin, high profit, highly profitable business. Um, I'm going to hold on to it and I'd buy more if it gets hit after earnings. Don't try to gain short-term earnings swings either way. There's nothing wrong with, as I say, tranching into a little bit of a company that you like when it gets hit after earnings or tranching out of a little bit of a company that you own after it spikes after earnings. But trying to gain and get out of a position before it might go down 5 or 10% after earnings or loading up on a position because you think it might pop 5 or 10 or 20% after earnings is just not a way to sustain. It's not sustainable over the long run. Even if you're right, more often than you're wrong, managing that capital and staying on top of that stuff is it's very tough. Um, talk more about get, trying to game earnings uh, in a future podcast. Next question is... Uh, Cody, do you, have you changed any of your perspective on the drone revolution and or uh, InventSense, INVN is a stock symbol, and JDS Uniphase, JDSU, the stock symbol there. I own both of those. They're part of, uh, the, the, they are the beginning part of my, so, of my drone revolution basket. And I'd like to add another two or three drone revolution companies um, over the next few months before the drone revolution really becomes mainstream. Over the next three to five years, I think drones and the drone revolution for agriculture, for transportation, for retail, for uh, real estate, lots of, lots of upside potential and lots of applications for drones are coming down the pike over the next three, five, seven, or ten years. I want to be ahead of that trend. That's what revolution investing is all about. I'm doing a full report on that right now. I'm writing a full book called, working title at this point, Drone Revolution, what it is and how to invest in it, or something like that. I still think both InventSense and JDSU are good basket plays for this drone revolution. But I again, I want to get an understanding of the bigger drone revolution trend and where it's going. So I'm deep into writing that book right now and doing the research on lots of different companies uh, that look like they're going to be uh, in the drone ecosystem and beneficiaries of that drone revolution trend. Much more to come on that in the next month or two as I get that book written and then published. I'll let you know how you can get your hands on it when it comes out. Um, the other question I'll answer today here from today's uh, from this week's Q&A chat from TradingWithCody.com, which again you can get for free by signing up on Scudify and just asking me for a free trial to Trading With Cody. Uh, the guy asked, here's the full question. Speaking about my 401k, I moved percentages of my 401k into cash, that is the money market, in phases. And before this last pullback, I moved the rest of those funds into cash. So it is now 100% cash in my 401k. What would your advice for the timing of moving these funds back into the market be? I've preferred to put them in a very low fee, blah, blah, blah. And I know you don't like 401ks. Cody, but think of this as advice for your mother as well. My mom has 401ks. Uh, most people, uh, you know, um, over the age of, say, 40, uh, who have any wealth have some sort of retirement accounts, IRAs, 401ks, 403bs. I don't like retirement 
accounts, tax-deferred accounts. I don't want the government, uh, you know, having access to those funds and or being able to make demands on that tax-deferred funds because I haven't paid taxes on them. I personally like the freedom of taking my money up front and being able to do with it what I want, paying the taxes along the way as I get it. That's just personal advice, not to mention... Um, you know, it's welfare for the rich. Poor people don't have the ability to do tax-deferred funds, and so why would people who are wealthy enough to have that have the ability to defer taxes and not have to pay their fair share of taxes that the poor guy who can't afford a 401k or IRA has to pay? At any rate, the answer to this guy's question Depends on how old he is and whether he's still working and how high is his potential income over the next however long his career is and how much does he have in other portfolios. I need answers to, li- to that uh, question, to those types of questions to really be able to give him anything more specific than telling him to slowly scale into some high-quality mutual funds that is 401k as approved and slow and then get that exposure back up over the course of this year and then over time you'll want to slowly scale out when the markets are strong and they go up and you'll want to scale back into some exposure when the markets are weak over time it's not rocket science and there is no science to it at all there is an art to it and there's some uh playbooks that playbook that you need to follow and the 401k, in this case, is another good example of doing exactly like exactly that. Don't rush into things, whether it's your 401k, whether it's your retirement account, or whether it's your uh, you know trading account at all. Um, I think we might just about wrap it up there. the The real thing to all of this, as always, is to be patient. Don't rush into it. Um, Diversify over time, over price, across different assets, across different income uh, streams from your career. And uh, keep a picture, keep an eye on the big picture. I think I'll wrap it up there. Yeah, today's music is White Zombie. First song from the first album. My brother gave it to me. I guess I'm on a kick. My brother's music kick right now. Did that yesterday too with Bad Brain. Same era too. I think he gave me this album when it came out when I was in high school. The CD it was at that point. I'm not going to tell you the name of the song. Welcome to the Planet Blank Psychoholic Slag the full name of the song you can fill in the blank rock and roll right that's Cody Underground the podcast <laughs>